Today's episode is brought to you by the Vegas Beer Guys. The Everything Sequel podcast contains explicit language, and I will not go to my room. Welcome to the Everything Sequel Podcast. This is the Rocky Edition. We're pitching sequels. My name is Michael Schantz of the How Dare You Awards. The man trying to put me to the floor. Joining us today is Tom Stewart of Lonesome Whistle Productions. Go ahead, Tom. Jamaican. European. (laughs) Got it in there. I got it in there. I didn't talk about. <laughs> I didn't talk about uh, the latent racism of Rocky Balboa. Yeah. Um, that is at least acknowledged as latent latent racism. <laughs> All it's right. A step up from having from talking about urban blight. Ooh. Yeah. All those horrible Reaganite terms. Awful. Oof. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, we are here to pitch sequels to the Rocky series, but Tom. We have some news first, don't we? Oh, yeah. There's some break... Well, we have two different kinds of news. We have uh, picture-sequel-related news and uh, Sylvester Stallone breaking news. Um, Just to go with the... We'll travel back one series, right? Uh, Yes. Yes, um, so in picture-sequel-related news, we had a uh, a listener, um, Keith Lankford, uh, who got in touch with us on Facebook. Um, He also suggested some future series ideas, which, uh, to quote Emperor Palpatine, we are are following (laughs) with great interest. Um, We won't say any more about that. We'd like to keep our choices a surprise. But, uh, Keith, thank you very much for that. And we're looking into it. Um, I love this. uh, Yeah, I love this pitch idea. But uh, Keith has also given us a an alternative pitch uh, to the Planet of the Apes series. Uh, I have to say, I'm very jealous of this pitch. Yeah, <laughs> of course you in are. It's both in in the brevity, the idea, <laughs> and the title. Title. We both acknowledge that our, we came up short with our titles. Yeah. Uh, you you had a ti- you had a title that you came up with in the shower and then forgot. Yes. So you didn't even really have your first choice title, and uh, and uh, you know, through peer review, I realized my title was not that great either. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but so, but Keith but Keith has a has a pitch here, and uh, I'll just read the message that that he sent verbatim because um, please he's, he's absolutely nailed it. Uh, mini pitch. First of all, I love the idea. This is not part of the message. First of all, I love the idea that that Keith is nice enough to suggest that our way of pitching is the norm. Right. That this is the miniature version of the pitch, <laughs> whereas what he's written is closer in length to what a pitch would actually be. So thank thank you for that, Keith. You're very generous. So here's the title: When Planets of the Apes Collide. That's amazing. That's right. so good. <laughs> and it gets better. The explosion at the end of Beneath the Planet of the Apes doesn't destroy the planet, but actually sends it into the universe of Burton's reboot, 
and the own only the team of Dr. Zayas and Mark Wahlberg can merge these two worlds together into one where apes evolved from men who evolved from apes. Come on. That's astonishing. That's Keith. great. Yeah. You 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 took advantage of our weakness. <laughs> you found you found our Achilles heel. Achilles heels, multiple heels. Heels. No, that's excellent. Uh and uh so I think I'm going to add that to the poll. I was going to say we we should. That episode just came out, so um so look out for that and we'll credit we'll credit Keith there and uh, yeah, if you if you have if you have alternate pitches, uh, clearly the listeners have better ideas than we do sometimes. And we'll so read them on air. It. Yeah, we got your back. And so the other, so I, I there was you a new some story. Stallone news though. Yeah, there was a new story this week that I saw. Kind of, I say new story. It was you know a, a misunderstanding on Twitter, which I guess counts for a new story these days. Um, <laughs> he was. I, he photographed himself for Twitter or Instagram, maybe both, wearing a cap that said Q. And immediately, you know, um, the, the con heads on Twitter were sort of claiming still claiming that Stallone was revealing his uh, allegiance to the QAnon cult. QAnon? Uh, well, we know he is a vociferous supporter of Donald Trump. So, you know, I think people made the logic leap there, which is, you know, not not too crazy. But uh, he responded almost immediately by saying, yeah, relax. <laughs> this sounds like I'm paraphrasing. This is pretty much what he says. Like, hey, relax. Relax, guys. OK. I'm, and he, this, this, you don't know this, right, this story, right? No. You don't know what the punch. You don't know the punchline that's coming. Not. And it's not a punchline. It's a punchline for us, not for him. OK. Like all the best Stallone guests. <laughs> yeah, right. He is unaware. But he has no idea that it's a joke. Is. Right. He said, relax, the Q stands for the name of the boat I'm on. What do you think the boat is called? Wait. And it's relevant to sequels. That's why I'm bringing it up. James Bond? Is he the new James Bond? <laughs> you you are closer than you know. <laughs> and yet further away than you think. It is James Bond. He was said, I am on a boat called Quantum of Solace. Oh my God. What? First, I have so many questions. My first is, why the fuck would anyone name a boat Quantum of Solace? Wow. Second of all, why is he on it? Third of all, why is he wearing a cap? Why does this Q, boat have which hats? Is one <laughs> word of that title. <laughs> oh mercy! But I could, you know, I couldn't not mention that because he's that's great. You know, a, a, a first of all, you know, a QAnon conspiracy theory about Stallone is worth mentioning on any episode. Always. The fact, the fact that it ended up being that he was on a boat called Quantum of Solace, the the uh, the James Bond sequel. That's amazing. I just couldn't, I couldn't resist it. Of well, but no, that's not getting no, past I... you. <laughs> what, who are we kidding? What are you talking about? But it's one of those stories, you know, that you you read and you and and then you turn off your phone and realize, 
Oh, that made no sense. <laughs> that was no, that was nothing but questions. Wait a second. Wait a second. Did I take a hallucinogen? What's going on? And in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, maybe you know, is is Stallone? Is is that like his favorite Bond movie? I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't. It's perfectly possible, right? It shouldn't be. But... It should not be no. But, oh, that's but do great. Do I put it? Do I put it past alone? No, I don't. No. Can't put anything past that man, as we have discovered many, many, many times over. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Tom, we're here to pitch a sequel to the Rocky series. I gotta ask you. <laughs> I I don't even know where to start. Uh, well, let's he start already with did this. Everything. Let's start with this. This is an absolutely impossible task. It, it can't be that. done. <laughs> He's they done everything pitched... you could do. <laughs> they already pitched a sequel to Rocky. It's called Rocky Balboa. Yeah. And then they did it again. It's called Creed. And then they did it again. It's called Creed 2. Exactly. There is no, there is no angle of continuation in this series that has not yet been explored. <laughs> Such to the point that I haven't even um, finished... You haven't done a pitch? Yeah. <laughs> I've got two ideas. They're both okay. unfinished. And I had no choice but to go to the absurd. Okay. Well, it's, um, it's really interesting because... Actually, I think I... In the middle of... of... <laughs> I started coming up with a third idea, which is even okay. more ridiculous than the other two. But Keith, this may be once again your time. We to might shine. need your help. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, you know, I thought I think quality is a huge factor here because it's not just that every avenue has already been explored; it's the fact that it's been done with with a um, high degree of success. Yeah. Because you don't want to disrupt that reality mm -hmm. in the same way that, you know, pretty much every other series we've done, I'm like, fuck continuity. And, you know, it's like, I'll, if I don't like something, it'll go. <laughs> sure. I, I, this is, this feels like sacred. You know, it would feel like blasphemy to try and undo either Creed or Rocky Balboa. Right. Um. So... So I had to try to come up That's with That's why one of my ideas was to set it in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> and she's buying a Stallone to heaven. Um, yeah, so, so, so I had to come up with something that would neither disrupt Rocky Balboa nor Creed, which is a tall order. Yeah. Uh, and... You know. We have our time machine. It doesn't really help us here, though. Yeah. Unless it's an actual time machine in world. <laughs> right. That could go back and change some... Oh, yeah. is that what you got? You, no, you actually have but I, I, like, I, like, I think there's the, 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 the smallest sliver of an idea. But like you said, the only problem with that idea is it... It may try to fix things from Rocky Five, but it could fuck things up for Rocky Balboa. 
We also have to remember this is a series where brain damage is optional. Correct. In, you know, it, it's it's <laughs> you you can start a film by ignoring one of the major plot points of the series. Sure. Uh, also, a timeline that makes no literal sense. So, if you can fudge, uh, you can dramatically fudge, but that's about as far as you can go. Or, you know, set it in heaven. Well, so that idea was Rocky Balboa dies and he just keeps uh, having fights with Apollo Creed. <laughs> Is that it? Pretty much. <laughs> okay. So that's idea. So, but, so. As you could tell, it's the least of all the ideas. So, okay. So do you prefer one of these ideas over the other? <sighs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's pretend you prefer one of these ideas over the other. Let's save that. Is there one you want to expound upon in more detail than he goes, uh, you know, he dies and has a fight? Yes. Okay. I mean, I have a couple. Okay, let's let's have the other short one then. Is there another okay. short one? See, I, I won't know until line? I start talking. What? I won't know how long or short it's going to be until I start talking. Okay, you got the Stallone Tourette's is what you got there. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> like, so, I mean, you have a definitive story? Did you come up with something? Yeah, yeah. it's like, what, am I doing a podcast with Lady Chu now? You, you, you <laughs> did not prepare. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Or you over-prepared, and well, now you have yes. nothing. I, I... You, I I went down too many lanes. Yeah, too many too many exits on the yeah. time highway or motorway uh, from Planet of the Apes. Okay, well, let's hear another one of your ideas. Then I'll do an idea, and then you can do an idea. All right. So I had an idea for Rocky Six. Okay. Which happens the- between Rocky <laughs> Five and Rocky Balboa. Oh, okay. I was, I, I was like, I hate to break, you know, I, I know you've struggled with this, but I do want to tell you there is a Rocky Six in existence. <laughs> it reminds me of a, a joke that um, one of my uh, friends, Pete Faulkner, who was a stand-up comedian, told that the uh, the original title for Shakespeare's Henry the Six was Henry Balboa. <laughs> Which I think is great. That's amazing. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, well, the idea for Rocky Six is just we are going to take Rocky Five and make a boxing movie out of it. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So has Rocky Five happened? Or... Yes. Right. Rocky Five has happened. The street brawl has happened. And now Tommy Gunn want Sylvester Stallone. I already hate it. In the I know it's terrible. I'm out. It's fucking awful. Unless he joins the circus. What if he I'm in out. the middle of it has to announce that he has HIV timely? Oh, that's real? Yeah, Tommy the Tommy Morrison actually he he contracted HIV. Oh. I feel slightly <laughs> less good about what I've said about him, <laughs> but not enough to make me want to say more positive things in the future. Does I understand. Make me a bad person? <laughs> I understand. 
Makes perfect sense. Okay, well, but HIV isn't part of your story. No, though. no, it wasn't. Okay, it wasn't. It was. It was more. Um, you know, when I watched Rocky Five, I kept having these thoughts of, like, if John G. Avildsen wasn't John G. Avildsen. And if the movie wasn't 90 minutes, oh, no, wait, that one goes up to an hour and 45. I was going to say, yeah, that's that's not a problem that movie has. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. There was just something within Rocky Five where I thought. See, but the problem is Rocky Five goes too quickly within a narrative timeline where this guy has like 22 fights, which would be like 10 years of his life. That ha- okay. seems seems to happen for him in six months. It does. No, no, that doesn't seem. It it does. Yeah. They 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 do that Christmas scene, which means it does. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So you're right. So it's all within a year, right? Because he yeah. fights on. Oh my god. No. I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> so there terrible. there are there are like Bugs Bunny cartoons with more, like coherent timelines than, yeah. than, than than that movie. What that movie um, needed So was... where would you put the boxing in? That's what I want to know, I think. So so in this movie, it would be... It, it, it would kind of mirror Rocky Two, where mm-hmm. okay. Tommy Gunn is in the press haranguing Rocky Balboa. Oh, and... and Rocky has to come to terms with what it is he wants in his life. Mm. And he wants to provide for his family. So he's going to go to his wife and son and ask permission to train for this one last fight to try and get a big payday. Yeah. And that's the that's the crux of that movie, basically. Um, and it so puts it's Rock, Rocky five part two. Yeah, basically. Well, I mean, that's what he was trying to do with Rocky Balboa, so why not? Sure. Interesting. To me, like, that was the... <sighs> having to acknowledge that Rocky V happened and having to contend with Rocky Balboa existing, mm. that was my first idea. Yeah. And... I've done something similar, yeah. I, I wrestled with the idea of having a new foe just so that I could leave Rocky five in the dust, Mm. but to build another foe out of conjuring another foe, like how would that look? Why would that come about? He's retired. He doesn't, you know, it's like you almost need Tommy Morrison to still be there. Although I guess, I guess for the guys needed the ESPN computer simulation. Yeah, right, right. Exactly. That's why it was, it was, it was actually, the smartest the movie smartest he movie he could make. make but if 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 the idea is that he just needs a payday and he'd like to try to provide for his family i guess it doesn't matter who he fights <laughs> there you go so it could be somebody new hmm. but that 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 was the initial idea for rocky six okay. in between rocky five and rocky bubble okay rocky bow <laughs> Right, Rocky Boa, Rocky Boa. Um, okay. So you want to hear mine? 
I sure do. <laughs> okay. You you you've already you'll 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 get notes of the same flavor of what, okay. what you just talked about. Uh. So so my pitch is called. Um, Rocky Balboa the second. Okay. It's uh. Go on. <laughs> It begins, as I believe is compulsory, where the last movie ends, where Rocky Balboa concludes. Oh, yeah, you're going to see that street fight again (laughs) in Rocky VI. Make no mistake. It doesn't sound like there's enough movie to sort of not have it in. Yeah. (laughs) In its entirety. Gotta start off with twelve minutes. <laughs> you should do what Ro- we should do. What Stallone did in the director's cut of Rocky Four and st- start in Rocky Three. There you go. But just do play out the whole thing in real time. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so Rocky Balboa the second. It's the en- we see the end of the fight again. Um, but we also which fight? Rocky- Sorry, the Mason Dixon fight. Okay. Um. A la Rocky IV, the beginning of Rocky IV, we also see whatever the last scene of the previous movie was, whether it's a, you know, part of the fight or not. Right. And so here we we go to Adrian's grave. Oh, I thought we were going to go to the steps with the kids and the... No. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> so we go, we're back to the grave. He puts the rose on the, on his wife's grave. He goes into soft focus and disappears. He then reappears. Heaven. No. <laughs> he then reappears. But this time his son reappears with him. And they go for a run. They continue the training. Um, so Rocky and his son are running. As they run, uh, as I also believe is compulsory, Mm. uh, we begin a montage. But the montage is not uh, a fight montage. It's the building of a family business empire. So we have the French, we see the franchising (laughs) of Adrian's restaurants. Okay. um, Which we know is Planet Hollywood in, in Stallone world. Um, we have Rocky, uh, hosting a series of, um, senior citizen workout DVDs. Mm, Nice. Um, the franchising of uh, um, the franchising of Golden Gloves gyms across America. Um, Paulie's. Uh, Paul, Paulie started an online gambling business. <laughs> That's amazing. And this is being overseen by uh, Rocky Jr. as the CEO of uh, Balboa Incorporated. See, see for, bit... uh, for a second, I was worried that uh, Rocky Jr. was going to start training to be a fighter in his like early to mid thirties. Right. That's what you exactly. That's what you think is going to happen. But well, actually, he they start a business empire based on the on the Rocky Balboa brand. Basically, all, right. all these different facets of the of the company, and in the first of two Orson Welles references in this montage, <laughs> secret smart guy, we see a map of America with the uh, you know the um, the ripple waves of the Balboa Empire. 
fluctuating <laughs> as in as in citizen at the yeah. beginning of citizen kane so that and that's one that takes about one year we're very specific about the date we have to see a calendar we will okay we're not getting lost in the timeline again very good. one year has passed so we move into the second year of this montage and now balboa incorporated has gone international so basically we've we've seen like the franchising of adrian's restaurant across america there's uh rocky impersonators in every restaurant with that performance jacket telling rocky stories to diners but now we're doing it on an international scale so there's one in india and africa and sweden uh we get you know we get in cuts cut-ins of rocky of rocky himself posing with the impersonators and doing the punch pose and all that sort of stuff golden gloves gym goes international um you know paulie's uh, Paulie's business has got you know call centers all around the world, um, <laughs> and now we start to so uh, you know a la Rocky Three where we started to see Clubber Lang, uh, like the his rise yes. as a fighter. We're seeing the same with Mason Dixon, which is that basically after you know after the the hard lesson he learned in that fight with Rocky. He's taking boxing more seriously than ever, and he is like, he is a champion of champions. Shape. He is the best shape of his of his or any other boxer's life. He's beating people, you know, beating challenges left and right. He's in the physical prime, and we see that sort of happen as it goes on, um, as the montage goes on, and then the montage ends with, but uh, we sort of see it, um, the second allusion to Orson Welles is that we see, like, you know, every day Rocky and his son get together to have breakfast. Uh, and, you know, as they get wealthier and, you know, move up to to swankier surroundings... Icon the status. Yeah. The the breakfast table gets longer and longer until, you know, they can, they, they can barely <laughs> hear each other talking to each other, a la the marriage sequence from Citizen Kane. So at the end... Could so, you pass the salt? <laughs> at the end of... So at the, at the end of the montage, two years has passed. Balboa Incorporated has gone international, and and you know we get a spinning newspaper that says rumors. Oh, Balboa spinning in- newspaper. Yeah, Bal- Balboa Incorporated to go public. Okay, and then the Polly has him sign a letter. <laughs> just, just don't anticipate it. Okay, you, you're not you're you're you're, you're so close. <laughs> So, our movie begins, you know, like we're about to, you know... Our movie uh, begins. Rocky, our movie Rocky begins Junior's 40 telling... minutes ago. <laughs> so, Rocky Ju- so, Rocky Jr. is about to tell his dad that, oh, we're going to take the business public. And, he's and like, he yeah, says, what great. does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, that's great. I love the public. You know, yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, and he says, and you squared it all with Paulie's investors? And Rocky Jr. is like, what do you mean Paulie's investors? So you know those investors that Paulie brought to the table when we were starting out. And he's like, I don't know anything about this. It's like, there was the guys that you vouched for. I was some like, yeah, CEO. yeah, same guys. And he's like, he's like, uh, you know, he's, he's sort of like, well, he said, well, these guys are good. They're like legitimate businessmen. And Rocky Jr. says, do they go around calling themselves legitimate businessmen? He's like, yeah. It's like, they're not legitimate businessmen. <laughs> so basically, Paulie has like, founded his side of the business on gangster money great um and so they can't go public or this will be exposed 
So they're they're in a bind there. Please tell me, by the way, the tagline of this movie is the fight of his life. <laughs> Could be. Uh, I'm so, very excited. And then, so, so Rocky says, you know, I'll go talk to Paulie. I'll try and figure this out. He leaves and he is immediately kidnapped. <laughs> bounded into a bounded into a car by a mysterious stranger, driven away. He and uh Clubber Lang. Clubber Lang. <laughs> so and then, you know, he's taken he's taken to an alleyway halfway across um halfway across town. He's bundled out of the car, he's like, you know, it's like normally I'd fight back, but you know, you you you're like a you're you're pretty nice for a carjacker, so you know. And he gets out. It's one of Mason Dixon's security. Okay. He wants to have a secret meeting with Rocky, and he said probably could have just asked. Right, but it's not as <laughs> it's not as interesting. Uh, and so he so he gets to um so they have a, they have a meeting. Mason and Mason Dixon says, "Look, you know." I thought after, you know, after I defeated you in the ring, I'd start to become popular. People would start to like me. People hate me more than ever. It's like the better I get, the more people dislike me. It's like you have to tell the public what you told me in private after that, you know, after that fight about how I'm the, you know, like how I'm the, um, I'm right, you know, I'm a rightful champ and all that sort of stuff. And he's like, well, it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do like a press release. It's like, no, 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 it has to look like real. So we're going to have to stage something. And it's like, what about I come into one of your press conferences, challenge you to a fight, and you tell everyone what you told me in the ring. Um, so that's the only way it's going to look real and that people will start to, to like me. <laughs> and, and he's like, oh, he's like, oh, I don't want to do that. You know, we got this press conference. We're going public. Uh, so I don't want to take – I don't want to take the uh, – I don't want to like take the sheen off that, you right. know, and, and my, you know ruin my son's day. And he's and, and Mason's like, there are guys holding up stop senior citizen abuse at my games. Okay, we have to do something <laughs> about this. People hate me more than ever since I beat you up. Um, and so he's like, he's like, okay, we'll figure out something. We'll do this. And it's like, but you know, like. It's like I can't back away. if you challenge me to a fight, I've got to fight you. And he's like, it's like, well, you know what happened when the boxing commit, you know, all the backlash the boxing commission got the last time they gave you a license. They're never going to do that again. Mm-hmm. They had to change their entire makeup. You know, people got fired. <laughs> oh, this it's is like, great. Okay. <laughs> and he's like, okay, 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 we'll go along with it. He gets back. And you know, surprise! They, drop, Come they on. drop him back at the building, and he's immediately kidnapped again by Paulie. <laughs> and Paulie like takes he's, he's, he's like he's like oh this turned into a bad area twice in one day it's like I've been carjacked twice in one day <laughs> and Paulie sort of says to him you know like uh, um, he says you know there, there are uh, he says my Paulie's like my sources tell me that the company's gonna go public and Rocky says yeah my sources told me they're gonna go public too it's like who are your sources uh, the CEO he just told me in his office. So, uh, and Paulie's like, you know, we got this gangster connection. We got it. It's like, we got to do something about it. And he said, I already talked to them. And this is the, you know, it's like hands them a piece of paper. It's like, this is what they want in order to buy them out. Mm. And then he's like, he's like, Rock, I know you don't see so good, but just remember what you think is the number on that paper is the number on that paper. <laughs> so that, so they're like, well, it's like, so we, it's like we don't have this kind of cash flow, like we don't have this, like we don't have this money, especially if we're gonna go public. 
how are we going to give these gangsters, pay them off so we can go public? Uh, and um, so then, you know, then they have the stage press conference where he's like challenged to the fight. So Paulie's like, why don't you just use the money that you get from that rematch that Mason charged you to? It's like, oh, it's just a fake setup. No boxing, com- no self-respecting boxing commission is ever going to give me a license. <laughs> Spinning newspaper. Washington Duke <laughs> becomes boxing commissioner. <laughs> so Richard Gant is now in the top job of the boxing commission. Oh, and he, great. you know, he makes this speech saying, you know, every, as Martin Luther King said, everyone is entitled to be free. And if this man wants to box, we'll let him box. So he gets the license and they realize that this is the only way he can get money to let the company go public and get rid of all this kind of gangster money. In I the love it. So, so he has to train for this fight. He goes back. Duke, like the other Duke is his trainer. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know what to tell you that I didn't tell you last time. <laughs> He said, I guess the only you thing... drink more raw eggs this time. Yeah, he he said he said don't even worry about fighting. Like like it's all about it's all about going as long as you can. Yeah. So it's like we're gonna work solely on stamina. So his like training montage is based like solely on on um you know complete getting complete punched stamina. a lot. <laughs> so um so anyway you know we. We get to the we get to the fight, but before the fight, Rocky Junior approaches um, Mason Dixon and says, "Look, I got a pro- I got a proposition for you. I know you you want to change your your image, and I think this is the best way to do it." They get to the fight. Um, he goes. He you know he manages a couple of rounds, but basically the fight's all over over almost as soon as it begins. But that's not where the movie ends. It's like a it's a spectacular failure. There's no other way. Um, but you know, after uh, after the match is over, um, Mace, Mason Dixon says, "Look, um, you know, I'm donating my fee for this uh, match to the people of Philadelphia. They made this man uh, what he is, and they deserve to get something back for it." Nice. And this it's, it's like Rocky, you're gonna do the same. And Rock's like, 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 what are you doing, man? You're making me look bad. I'm, I'm, it's like, I can't do... I got these gangsters on, on my back. And it's like, turns out Rocky Jr.'s paid off. Like, he's he's managed to get make the gangsters back off. Okay. He's found, he's found a way to... He's found a way to get around that problem. And... Uh, By betting Rock, against his father. Huge <laughs> bet. That's good. But Rocky Jr. comes into the ring and he says, uh, we've donated the business to the people of Philadelphia. Instead of going public, we're gonna make the people of Philadelphia the shareholders. Nice. Um, and so, so, so they're basically that bu- the business is done. Um, we go back to Adrian's grave where they're meeting the morning after all this has gone down, and uh, you know Rocky says to his son, "He said, you know, it's like it's good what happened to the business and all, but." You know, I hope we're not going to lose a connection, you know, because like, we're not working together anymore. It's, ah, oh, Pop, will be fine. And we see Rocky Jr. walk away. And as he walks away in the distance, he disappears. <laughs> Jesus And Christ. that's how we... St- and that, that's because... So that's how I we get to... I think you got to- still a little too much Planet of the Apes in your DNA right now. But that's how we get, you know, when in, in Creed and Creed 2, he's still estranged from Rocky Jr. I got you. 
And that's how we get there because, you know, at the end of Rocky Balboa, they're in a good place and, and what happens in this movie will put them in the place that they're in um, at the beginning of Creed. While eking out a second fight that doesn't um, doesn't disrupt things too much. Well done. You did your homework. I did my best. Yeah. I didn't ruin Creed. I didn't ruin Rocky Balboa. We have to like not mention that they had an international business in the middle of all this, but you <laughs> right. know that they were the biggest, <laughs> the biggest business in in the world for like a year, but. <laughs> <laughs> we've retconned worse it's funny you say that because uh in my third idea mason the dixon line does make an appearance okay uh i was going to call it uh rocky balboa world tour okay and like, you, you know what other movie has that title right yes <laughs> but is it going to be Trolls 2? <laughs> <laughs> like your perfect title. Well, so this was a real... This is more Tom Stewart everything soup. So in this yeah. movie, he is going on tour uh-huh. with Thunderlips, Clubber Lang, and Yvonne Drago. And they all oh, kind like of those eight, like those eighties bands that tour together now. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> and like when Duran Duran and Heaven Seventeen go out on tour. They they <laughs> just they are traveling America and traveling the world, putting on uh, shows of wrestling and boxing, and each one fights each other. You know, certain nights it might even see uh, Drago versus Clubber Lang. It's kind of like. Uh, the uh, you know the tennis association now has yeah. those matches where sixty-year-old tennis players get to play against each other. So it's like right. that. Yeah. But and, this and starts in, in becoming the... a huge hit. Like people really yeah. like seeing old people in the ring wrestling and/or boxing with each other. I also think it's just kind of funny that all these boxers have to at some point get in the ring with Thunderlips. And you're, go... you're also describing the movie The Expendables. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> don't, don't think that that didn't play a part in my thinking process, because it did. And uh, if, you, if you add in terrorism, you basically got the Expendables, right? <laughs> well, what ends up happening is this ends up becoming kind of a huge hit. And the current champion, Mason the Dixon line, is getting overshadowed yet again, and he doesn't like it. And so he wants he he blames Rocky Balboa and he wants to challenge him to a, a rematch. And what's gonna end up happening is Duke, Thunderlips, Clubber, and Yvonne all help train Rocky for this last fight. Oh, so there's a bit of a Venn diagram between our two pitches. Yeah. I I I will be happy to add on the uh <laughs> the <laughs> the he- heroes of 80s cinema tour bus. Right? So yeah, that was uh... I can just see that again I'm thinking of the Simpsons and the when when they uh the those ladies the wives take over um, 
the Peter franchise. Yeah, right. And they come popping out of that. You know, they come as like, yes, <laughs> Helen, and da, 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 da. that's how I imagine they're introduced. That's great. And isn't there isn't there an episode with Mr. T where he's performing in uh, Bronson, Missouri? So again, mm-hmm. I think I think you've got some Simpsons overlap in your <laughs> in your pitch. Well, okay. that was that was uh, Rocky Balboa world tour world tour with with or without trolls <laughs> trolls too. <laughs> okay. Uh, so well, you could, yeah, you know, you could pick uh, which one you like best. <laughs> kind of like World Tour, but <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's very silly. It's it's not as silly as you seem. It's like the, there's there's, I think I think if you if you merged Magic Mike and the Expendables, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Right. That's I mean. Actually, now thinking about it, those are exactly the same movie. <laughs> There's not actually much merging going on there, is there? That's just simply... Oh, that's great. This simply the same movie. Wow. Love it. Oh, yeah. Is that, is, those, is that your... The entirety of your pitches? Yep. The question is, do you want me to add those um, those logline pitches in? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't even remember one of them. <laughs> you shouldn't. So Rock, one I remember of them was the one, uh, Rocky re- Balboa goes to heaven. I remember that, that that you added ten minutes to the end of Rocky Five. Yes. Um. And the oh, other, the yeah, the one? other one was Rocky Six. Which is Rocky goes to oh no Rose it Rocky goes to heaven yeah and and Rocky fights. six hmm okay Rocky dies and he's trained in heaven by Mickey to battle Apollo Creed in heaven they're okay. putting they're putting on a fight for the angels they're putting on they're they're hitting okay got it so that was the first one the second one was Rocky six. Uh, an actual ring boxing match with Tommy Morrison. And then you have uh, Rocky Balboa World Tour. Mm. Which I think is the one I like the most. Oh, it's... Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's got mileage. It's like got that sort of uh, late era band getting back together. Yeah, it's it's just ridiculous enough. And it doesn't fuck with any of the other timelines or mess anything up. Because it takes no, place we... after Rocky Balboa. Well, it's a lot easier to believe... <laughs> it's a lot easier to believe that than... Um, than that he became, you know, Rupert Murdoch for, <laughs> for, for six months, right? <laughs> yeah, That's but I much... like I like that he's kidnapped twice when he doesn't need to be kidnapped at all. It's well, my favorite know, I just part. Wanted... Yeah, I just... <laughs> they both seem like the kind of guy who guys would kidnap him. But you have to admit that opening a car door and saying, "Could you get in, please?" Mason Dixon would like to have a chat with you. Would probably work. Yeah, too. but he doesn't want anyone to know. <laughs> and other and and Paul, I don't know why he kidnaps him. <laughs> All right, but I like the image of it. 
That's great. Well, well Paulie's now. Yeah, if I mean, like, uh, Keith Lankford has something better, by all means, write into us. What do you mean if? <laughs> I don't know. I I I I like you know with the with the qualification that it absolutely should not be made and ruin one of my favorite film series. I quite like my pitch. <laughs> I like yours too. <laughs> and I like I like the bones of um you know the the spice world thing yeah. that you got going on. <laughs> That's the one that I got the most excited about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also because that that tour could happen in reality. Right. Any day now. Right? Absolutely. They could announce that any day now. Yeah. And it would make money. Hmm. Hell yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to have to tell us which one of these sequels you like better. And uh, by all means, send in your pitch because Sylvester Stallone left us with an almost impossible task, as you can tell. So if you have a better idea, you're going to have to let us know. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Send us an email to everythingsequel at gmail.com. For Tom Stewart of Lonesome Whistle Productions, Michael Schantz here of the How Dare You Awards. Sign off for us, Tom. I must break you. (laughs) There's a little bit of that trapped wind I was going to say, you made him sound like a... uh, you know that picture in um, Airplane 2 of Rocky Balboa? Yes. <laughs> kind of sounded like that yeah, version of Yeah, that's more, that's of, more Creed of, 2 uh, got Dolph Lundgren, yeah, for sure. exactly. All right, take care, everybody. We're going to have a new series coming up soon. I know we're excited. I think you will be, too. That's right. All right. Talk about timelines. Oh, shit. Until next time, everybody. I like to think I know something about beer, but nowadays even I get overwhelmed when confronted by the exhaustive selection of craft beers they have at bars, breweries, and even grocery stores. Back in the day you had one, maybe two craft beers to choose from, and if you were confused, you ordered a Guinness. But in beer stations like San Diego, the craft beer options lately are in double, sometimes even triple, digits. So what's a beer drinker to do? You need what I need, the Vegas Beer Guys. Your beer of choice should be a perfect blend of malt and hops. And so a live show about beer needs that same balance. And the Vegas Beer Guys matches beer expert Dan Aker with self-proclaimed beer novice Stephen J. Weiss. The results are eminently drinkable. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. They'll try new beers. They'll tell you about beers. Think of them as your beer sherpas guiding you up a foamy-headed mountain to reach the peak of your pint. God, I need a beer.